Hi guys, welcome back to a new episode of Small Little Things. And for this week, I am planning to do something different. Um for this week, I am going to read a chapter of my one of my favorite book, The Big Questions of Life by Om Swami. And the topic of the chapter that I'm going to read is stories we tell are you telling the wrong stories and the chapter begins like this what do you do when someone asks you why are you sad usually you tell him you tell them a story behind your sadness that so and so did or didn't do something for me and that such and such person said xyz to me or that my life is really difficult and so on What's particularly interesting purely from a psychological perspective is that we don't view these stories as stories but reasons. We believe we have a legitimate reason for feeling down or sad. Maybe that's true, but mostly it's subjective. These are not the reasons but the stories we tell ourselves. Three bandits looted a family of wayfarers passing through the woods. They killed everyone in the family except the young wife whom they took with them. Late into the night, they got a little drunk and tried to force themselves upon the woman, knowing she wouldn't be able to free herself out of their grip using force. She played along and served them more liquor. A bit later, when they were tipsier and relaxed, she managed to escape unscathed. While trying to get out of the forest in the pre-dawn hours, she saw the enlightened and serene Mahavir meditating under a tree. The calmness that surrounded him immediately put the young woman at ease. What a stark contrast, she thought. Here was a man without a thread of clothing on his body, completely naked, and yet he executed neither desire nor discontent. You must be Mahavir, she said to him. The enlightened one of these is, they say. My life is in danger. I seek your refuge. And the distressed woman narrated the horror of seeing her family get killed by the robbers and her own ordeal. I will protect you, said the sage, and asked her to hide in his thatched hut nearby. Sure enough, a short while later, the three men came looking for her and stopped to ask Mahavir, "Did you see a young woman pass by?" they asked. For the awakened, the response to that question couldn't have been a simple yes or no. Saying no would breach his vow of truth, and replying in an affirmative would harm the lady. A man sees what he wants to see, Mahavir finally said. When I was a man I saw the woman in every woman but now I only see the soul Just tell us plainly whether you saw her I have told you already that I only see the soul You saw me when you arrived but did not notice the trunk of the tree behind me or the branches or the platform I was sitting on You only saw what you wanted to see Keep up 
the way of violence and lead a life of purity. That's the only way to stop the inflow of karma and the depth it brings. The man bowed and went back the way they had come from. What became of them is anyone's guess, but legend has it that no more robberies were reported in that region for a long time. It is important to mention that I heard a similar story attributed to the Buddha in one of the Osho's discourses. At the end of the day, as far as I'm concerned, it's not about the Buddha or Mahabir, but the message. And the words that stood out for me are that a man sees what he wants to see. We all see only that which we choose to see. For instance, you could have a companion on a journey and although you are trying to show them the silent mountains, the flowing rivers, the blue sky and the beauty all around, they may be forced on the carcass of a buffalo. You can't help someone see the world differently unless they are willing to change the story they believe in. Whether it's another person posing the questions or you asking yourself, it's immaterial because our story is our story in response remains the same. In other words, if you say to yourself, why am I sad? Why am I disturbed? Why am I unhappy? In reply, you will tell yourself a story of some kind or another. That the reason you are feeling these things is because you are either lonely or that people haven't been loyal to you or that, or that things haven't gone your way or that you are you just aren't cut out for this role, etc. The reality, however, may be completely different. It could be as simple as my refusal to face and accept the truth or align my thoughts with my actions. And the most incredible realization is that it could be any story. Yes, any at all. It's just a prop, a kind of scaffolding. I'm using to climb up and repair the walls of my life. I may as well tell myself a good story then, the kind that inspires and uplifts me. Mula Nasruddin opened a hair salon, ready to welcome and serve his customers. Being the first day, a number of people came by and among them was a man in his early 50s with a flowing beard. Mula, he said shiplessly, my new life is coming home to sorry, <laughs> my new wife is coming home today. Just take out all the gray strands from my beard. I must look very young. Mula grabbed a pair of scissors, cut the whole of the man's beard in one snip, and thrusting the hair in his hand said, Here is your beard, young man. You can take out the gray hair yourself. I haven't got the time today. Taking out the negative incidents from your story can be rather painful and time-consuming. At times, the best solution is to snip it all and have the courage to rewrite your story. And if you take a moment to reflect on it, you will discover that we have a story for everything that happens to us. For every single one of our feelings and actions, we tell ourselves a story. The narrative becomes an integral part of our lives. Indeed, it takes over our intelligence and wisdom, reducing us to merely a character in the story. 
even if that character is the protagonist, it's still just a part of the story, whereas you could be the writer of your story. Pen a beautiful one, an inspiring story, as promising as the dreams you carry in your hearts. Leave the, leave the horror stories to Stephen King. Personally, I have never read or watched any works of Stephen King, but Vidyaswami has been raving about him lately. So, go on, write something full of love and hope. Oh, and the moral of the story? Change your story if you want to change your life. Wow. That's the end of this chapter. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this chapter um, as much as I enjoyed reading it. And um, I really like the way Om Swami gives you a tiny, simple um, stories, tells you a tiny different stories. And from that story, he um, makes things so much easier. We are able to see it clearly what he's trying to say exactly. So just like he said in this story, what stories are you telling yourself when good things happen to you or when bad things happen to you? Just like he said, you have a pen in your hand and you can write your own story as much as you want, the way you want. <laughs> Alright guys, it was really nice reading this chapter um, and I really hope you guys enjoyed as well and i will see you next week till then take care bye guys